When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers. Good morning, guys. Oh, it is a good what morning this morning. Do? Congratulations, Golden State. I yeah. see you getting the work done. Got it done. Got it done. Celtics still on 17. That's the main thing. Max is going to tell you he called it in six the whole time. No, I called it in six, changed it to seven, but it wound up being in six. Wound up being six. But I call Warriors the whole time. He's stuck with his guns on six. Yep. Key didn't get off six. No, I wasn't going to get off six. Yeah. And if they would have lost? Yeah. Hey, so Jay Breezy went back and forth. I did. Yeah, for sure. Factual. (laughs) Blow with the wind, baby. That's right, baby. (laughs) Hey, but, hey, there was a lot of there were a lot of messagings, uh, hmm. a lot of messages to you last night. Yeah, where are they gonna say now? Yeah. Where are they gonna say now? I love how people think when they're coming at me because I was like, Steph's never won Finals MVP. I can't consider him for a top ten all time slot without that. He has to be the best player in the final series if they win. Where do you have him now? Well, I mean, everyone's like, "No, you're an idiot." And well, that, I mean, now well, everyone's now. Well, okay, that's a separate conversation, <laughs> though. And, but, but about an idiot savant. But but that, but then now everyone's like has a little extra on this one for Steph. Oh, so they're all I, really acknowledging oh, last, it. Last night hearing Steph at the podium say it hits differently. I just saw a picture of Max in my yeah. brain going, "Aha!" Yeah, I was Aha, very smart. I told to, you, I was very smart to pick a fight with Tom Brady and then Steph Curry. All right, listen. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Jay, I can't make this all about me, okay? It's about well. the team. Like, Steph, <laughs> let me just say it's about Keyshawn, the team. Keyshawn, Jay, well, and Max. <laughs> Steph with Lisa Salters, like, jokes aside, man, you could tell this, this felt, it looked like yeah. di- the different than the others. With Lisa Salters, the great Lisa Salters, during the finals MVP trophy presentation. It means we won. It means we uh, took advantage of the opportunity getting back here and, I mean, I hear all the conversations. I hear all the chatter. We hear all the chatter. At the end of the day, it's about what we do on the floor. Ain't got to talk about it. Just got to go do it. And uh, this one hits different. This one hits different for sure. I mean, can I just put this whole year in perspective? And I'm going to add the last one. That's going to be the cherry on the top. This dude in this year, I mean, broke the all-time three-point record. Okay? All-star game MVP. Western Conference Finals MVP, won an NBA championship, NBA Finals MVP. When he got asked about how does it feel to win the MVP, he said, let's talk about us winning four championships, which makes you love him more when people count him out. And then you ready for the cherry on top? This dude graduated from Davidson this year. He graduated. <laughs> he got his degree this year. Are you kidding me? So you, wait, you're yeah. talking about the complete holy moly. The yeah, perfect that's his season. golf show. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, Clay Thompson comes back after not playing basketball for two years. He wins a championship. This is a team that didn't make the playoffs two years ago. They had the worst record in the NBA. And then last year, they got beat by the Memphis Grizzlies in the playing game. And they win an NBA championship when they're back at full force. 
I got I got I, it's a mic drop scenario for them. It's a mic drop for Steph. I got all the respect in the world, Key. I, I Yeah, it's, I mean damn. what else she gonna say? I mean, everybody can find something to say, but what they're saying is not gonna hold up. Nope. Because everything that Jay just pointed out is the truth. Even though the beginning of the season, you know, they had a nice run. They Steph get hurt. Everybody's like, ah, well, we don't know. This is Brooklyn. It's going to be Philadelphia, maybe Milwaukee. Oh, my God. What about Utah? And they just kept chipping away. Oh, Phoenix, the best team. They got the best record. You know, then it's chipping away, chipping away, chipping away to the point where now they're in the playoffs and it looks different. Oh, the Boston Celtics, you know, the young BPI has them 82% to win. All that. Yeah. Yeah, all BPI, our, our own, you know, and then all of a sudden you look up, well, yeah, they're down 2-1. Uh-oh, they're in trouble. 43, boom. You know, it, it just, when you have veteran players like Steph Curry, they know how to play basketball. When it's tough, they know how to get out their own way. You have a guy like Draymond two games ago, well, you know, he needs to calm down. He, he's concentrating on his podcast too much. <laughs> he gave you, he was zero for whatever and, he was this and that, and he fouled out how many times? Three times in the finals so far. They gave you all those scenarios, but the scenario they couldn't give you is that Steph would drop 34 on the head in game six. They our, couldn't give you that scenario. Our very own Nick Tutts, a producer here at ESPN, I, for one, was shocked. He was able to somehow continue playing basketball while also enduring the grueling grind of recording a podcast once <laughs> or twice a week. <laughs> I, 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 that's, that's just crazy. Yeah, like that was really a thing. I wonder what Steph is going to look like when he comes back off the ankle injury because he had a 260-pound guy fall oh, on no. his ankle. Well, first of all, I didn't fall on his ankle. He fell on his shin. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> key, 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 don't play that down. Let's yeah. play it up now. Let's play it up oh now. My, That's a 30 for 30 segment right here, there. Here's everything that Key said, then you said, Jay, I totally agree with. And people like, not people like me, because I asked and I pointed out 15. No, no, don't tell me about 15. I saw what happened. 16, same. 17, 18, that's KD. I want to see a clean championship. Steph's the best player in the finals, and because of that, they win. Well, Clay couldn't hit the broad side of a barn last night. He was playing defense. He couldn't hit, he couldn't hit a shot. Dre was good last night for a lot of this series. It's the worst you'll, you'll ever see him play, right? Jordan Poole in moments looked like it was too big for him, too much too soon. Wiggins was excellent, but what? Is no, of course, some other player is going to play well on the team. Steph Curry, with all of that, against a team that a lot of the analytics types said they're, they're going to lose to the Celtics. The defense is too good. Steph Curry at 34. It Not only game one dropped 34, but I was like, well, let me see the second half. He kind of went games two. He was huge in the second half. Three, same thing. Look game four, Max, he was great in the second half. He has three-point field goals in a single-season postseason. He what? was the best player on either team, and because of that, his team won the championship. This is what I've been waiting for in his career. This is what I've been waiting for. Alan Yates got in my ear and says, every three that he hits from now on is historic. I mean, everyone yeah, is breaking the, the record. Of his, yeah. Rest of his career. Rest of his career. And I, and I also, I, I will say this, and I, I know that we're going to make a lot about Steph. Yo, but Golden State's defense is off the charts. They no held Boston doubt. to under 100 points three times in this series. Like, so I, I know we're going to gloss over Wiggins, but watching Jason Tatum have two points in a span of 21 minutes to close out the game, Max, key, two points. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about the fourth quarter. Two points in the last 21 minutes of the game. That's what Wiggins did. 
So Wiggins not only doing it on the offensive side, scoring, relieving Steph in the last three games, but doing it consistently I, I, on the defensive end. I asked J.J. Redick and Amari Stoudemire on this just in the other day, um, is it age or stage, basically, right? Is, like, is, is, is the stage too big for Jason Tatum? And J.J. got hot. You know, no, it's the defense. So, and Amari's like, yeah, it's age, not stage, right? It's he's young. Not, but in a way, it is stage because at this stage of the game, even if it's not on your mind, oh, my God, the finals, and you get tight, you're playing great defenses. The Warriors' defense was just as good as the Celtics' defense, right? These were the one and two defenses in the league. And the defense, not just, oh, Jason Tatum choked. Well, there's a reason for it. He's fatigued. He's played a lot. And the Warriors were great defensively. Yeah, when you – but it's, it's never the stage as much as it is the age in these situations because they're young. See, that won't happen in the future. Those sort of things because you'll know how to work through all of that. When Steph struggled, it wasn't it had nothing to do with the stage. Yep. It, you know, it was just it was just simply I struggle, but I'm such a veteran. I'm not worried about it. I know how to get around all of this. They can blitz me. They can double me. They can do. They can run a million guys at me. This particular game, I can go open nine. But I learned because I'm experienced now, and I know how to get out of that. See, right and in that fifteen, that, that wasn't it, right. In no. 15, he wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't ready yet. You could see it. They won the championship, but you could watch Steph and see him this year and say, that's a more mature. That's all, but or, that's all veteran players, though. You, 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 you're not going to be the same at 18 as you are at 35. I mean, it's just, yeah. or, that's just not it. Or you can just, you know, die on screens and let Al Horford guard Stephen Curry. But we'll talk about that later. I mean, really? Steph was asked about winning finals MVP, guys. And uh, listen to this with the question. Listen to this. What does just this mean to you to finally be a finals MVP after everything? Forget that. We champs. Why are you starting with that question? We got four championships. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, you could tell that was locked and loaded. He was. He came you loaded. Knew, you knew. He knew he was going to be asked about finals MVP. But the way you want something talked about is you don't talk about it. Well, listen, we're going to get into this later in the show. Is he now a top 10 all-time player? Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Was he already? Did he need this? Is he in the top 10? Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. The Warriors are winners again, and you have a chance to win too. Tune in at 7.15 a.m. Eastern for a chance to win $6,000. Steph says he's the petty king, by the way, but another warrior might actually take the crown there, Jay. <laughs> Simply, Clay, how does it feel? There are so many who counted us out. Said the dynasty was over. This fan base gave me a hard time, really hard time. And to come here and get a win, but we did what we do. Welcome back to the Warriors Invitational, baby. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest 
with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. From 2015 to 2019, the Golden State Warriors were a dynasty. He's going to hold on to the ball, and for the first time in franchise history, the Warriors are back-to-back champions. Three titles in four years for Golden State against Cleveland. The following year, it seemed like the run was over. And Clay Thompson is hurt. He is rolling over on the baseline injured. It turns out Thompson tore his ACL, and the Warriors lost the NBA Finals to the Toronto Raptors. But Draymond Green was optimistic that the dynasty wasn't done yet. Everybody thinks it's kind of the end of us. That's just not smart. We're not done yet. It would not be an easy road for Golden State. Kevin Durant left for Brooklyn that offseason. And while rehabbing his torn ACL, Klay Thompson ruptured his Achilles tendon. And he wasn't the only Splash Brother to miss games. Curry dribbles all the way in. Oh, goes down sandwiched hard between two defenders. Curry fell hard and is lying on his back in the paint. Curry played just five games during the COVID-shortened 2019-2020 season, and the Golden State Warriors had the worst record in the league. The next year, they lost in the play-in tournament, failing to make the playoffs in back-to-back seasons. I mean, it was strange, obviously, from the 19 finals, a lot has happened with the pandemic, and a crazy journey, a lot of patience. One of the most patient Warriors was Thompson, who missed 941 days from the end of the 2019 finals until his return to the court back in January. Here's Clay Thompson with a catch down the lane, floats it up, it's good! There it is! Clay Thompson, welcome back! With the band back together, the Warriors boasted the third best record in the West this season. After dispatching Denver in five games, Memphis in six, and taking out Dallas in five in the Western Conference Finals, Draymond's confidence that the Warriors would be back on the NBA's biggest stage became a reality. Ten-plus years of, uh, of chemistry, of, of bonding, of a lot of shared experiences. It, it allowed us to get through these last two years, and even just the chemistry that we have and the way that we play, we picked up right where we left off when the playoffs started because that was the first time we really had played you know, significant minutes together since the 19 finals. The Warriors' road to another championship had a few more twists and turns to navigate, Trailing two games to one to the Celtics, Steph Curry painted his Picasso on the historic parquet floor in Boston. Here's a pass to Draymond Green. Look to dish it low. Instead finds Curry on the right. Rises, contested three. It's good. Steph Curry with 38 points. Two wins later, the Golden State Warriors reclaimed their position atop the NBA's hierarchy. The Golden State Warriors back on top of the NBA once more. The Warriors are the 2022 NBA champs. Beginning of the season, nobody thought we'd be here. Except everybody in this court right now, and it's amazing. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We did what we do. Welcome back to the Warriors Invitational, baby. The Golden State Warriors back on top of the NBA once more. Four championships in eight years. Drops it for Thompson behind the screen. Three is good. Game six, Clay delivering a dozen in the first half. When you watch what he went through the last two years. And it's, you know, it's, it's no surprise we sucked when he was out. I went through some things, tore everything, and I'm still here. Hold that, haters. Ooh, that would been me last night at the club. I've been up in there like J.R. Smith. No shirt, just in my undies, just wilding. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80 and your smart speakers. Check us out on ESPN, too. You can download the podcast. It's my city. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> I think they probably flew home. No. They stayed overnight? Yeah, you stay overnight. You party in their city. When that whole place was quiet last night, ain't no better feeling in sports, kid. Oh, you know I that. Know that. Ain't no better, sure. better than at home. Oh, I love that. Be- better like, than at to home. To me as a competitor, if if I'm if, if they're on the summer of petty tour, like I think the Warriors are, like I'd much rather, much rather win it in Boston. You know, when we clinched the 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 uh NFC championship game in Philly. And just looking at the Philly fans <laughs> crying. <laughs> it was the greatest thing. You know me. I'm standing on the bench. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey. Oh, it felt so good. Oh, it felt good. It Ain't felt nothing so better, good. man. Pettiness is the best. Because, oh, they, because what happens in these situations, especially for in football, right? You, you, in basketball, so many games. In football, there's a handful of games. So we lose to... Philadelphia regular season. And they like, oh, we got this handle. We going to take care of them. They had the mindset to send their equipment. So they pack up everything, advanced equipment, already started to head to San Diego where the Super Bowl was being held. We got to play the game on Sunday. They already done packed up everything. They had to turn around in New Mexico. Wait, was well, that the was that the year? Because I was at the vet. It was like the second around. second to last game ever at the vet when it was they the beat. Last game. We yeah, no, it down. second to last is when they beat uh, Vic, right? At, because I was at that I don't game. Know who freezing. they played? What I don't year know who was they that? played to get to? Uh, I think so. I think they beat. I think they beat. Um, I don't remember Atlanta. But what it year? was. A, it what was, year was that, Key? Man, don't ask me. I don't yeah. even remember. Oh three, oh two, oh three. I don't even remember. Yeah. I don't even remember. So, but it's a fun, it was fun, though, watching the oh. people cry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, don't judge me, though. Like, something about, like, seeing, like, little kids cry, too, like, for me, King Petty. Like, everybody. Everybody. I don't care. Look, it's like, oh, yeah. I always, like, mm-hmm. I always stuck in my head when, that's mean, but when they asked Larry Bird once what was the best part about beating the Lakers, 
And he said, knowing that Magic was suffering in the other locker room, I'm oh, like, yeah. hold up, yeah, wait, dog. that's the best part? The best part of out of everything is your rival's pain. Yeah. Oh, well, the wait petty a second, though, king. Max. We talk about the, the the king of all pettiness, yeah. Michael Jordan, your yeah. guy. Yeah. What was that story you told me about? Oh, he wants his opponent to oh. be at their best, yeah. so he knows that this he is can beat Stephen them. A, Stephen A. actually told me he was like he would do things to provoke and antagonize his opponents before the night before a deciding finals game or a series. And I would say, of course, that's like what Muhammad Ali or Kobe or any master psychologist would do. They would try to get you off your game, get you angry. Stephen A. said no. Jordan's intention was this. He wanted you to be motivated to be at your very best so that when he beat you. Take your soul, man. Take your soul. You knew that he beat the best version of you. Savage. That's that's, that's next level competitive. Anyway, Steph Steph has got that little petty thing. I love it. I love it. Uh, Is he top 10? Is he top 10 all time? That's something we got to get into. You know, another petty uh, player, I guess all the greats, right? Takes one to know one. Because Clay Thompson's the first ballot Hall of Famer eventually, and he's petty too. Listen to this. There was this one player on the Grizzlies who tweeted strength and numbers after they beat us in the regular season, and it pissed me off so much. I can't wait to retweet that thing, freaking bum. That, I had to watch that. I'm just like, this freaking clown. Okay. 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 Sorry. That memory just popped up. You're going to mock us? Like, you ain't ever been there before, bro. We've been there. We know what it takes. So to be here again, hold that. Jaron Jackson, Oof. where are you? Hello, calling Jaron Jackson to the aisle. Aisle three, Jaron Jackson, Memphis Grizzlies. By the way, get your popcorn next year. For yeah, that. because John oh, wasn't there. John was hurt. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I am there for yeah. all of that between the Memphis Grizzlies and Golden State. And you got to experience that to take the next step if you're Memphis. But I, so I'm going to say something, too. Like, he called he him talk, a bum. He yeah. called him a bum yeah. and a clown. Yeah. That's like personal. Jaron Jackson could play, too. Yeah, I mean, Jaron Jackson, all right. But, like, yeah, he's good. I mean, Jaron Jackson was popping off at the mouth for somebody that's not been there before. But, like, I'm, I'm all he's for that. He's not Clay that. Thompson. I'm yeah. all for that. Like, and, and Ja, they bring that same kind of energy. Golden State's probably a favorite to win it again next year. You would probably say that. I don't know what the odds are. I, would I don't think know if they the, came the out. Odds, but yeah, I was going to say, did that, did that come out already? I mean, they usually release it, like, right after a game, right? I mean, I they're want, talking about extending Wiggins on his contract. He has one year, one year left on his deal. I want to see what the Bucks do, the Sixers do, the Nets do in the off season. You got to see like I'm what so the powerhouses the do. They, they, yeah. I'm tired of talking about them. Yeah, yeah. they're talking about easy, re-signing, yo. re-signing James Harden. You Lester. said what? Yeah, he's re-signing James easy. Harden. We talk about the city in a couple weeks, man. No, a couple of weeks. I'm just trying to talk about. I the also Sixers have to up. turn my gaze now. Apparently, according there's a mandate on this show. Jay and Key say I now have to focus on Kevin Durant. Well, you are the well, master motivator. No, I don't motivator. care who you focus on. It's your yeah. Job. That's I right. just know you. Now <laughs> that your your taste buds are satisfied with Steph yeah. Curry, who's next? You now got to target we'll somebody target. else, I'm sure. Great player who yeah, I'm sure. somehow the the, the, somebody, the man in the arena. Yeah. Somebody yeah. that you just have a a a, a real uh I was going to say something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but be careful with that one across the East River, though, because yeah. unlike Tom Brady or Stephen Curry, he's going to fire back. He's going to bite but, back. But by the way, hard. see, you guys, honestly, you take it the wrong way. The question is you've now reached a certain level of greatness. 
it, there's another level. There's always a, like, can you get that? And that's the whole drama. So wait, it's, Matt, if, it's not, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Of course it's well, very, so, very, very well, difficult wait, to do. So, so now Boston, yeah. people are talking about as a perennial powerhouse in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Who played for Boston? Kyrie Irving. Yep. Now you're talking about Kevin Durant, who played for Golden State. They win a championship. People are saying they're the favorite next year. Stephen A. saying they could probably win it the next two out of three years. Who's across East River? I mean, Katie and Kyrie on the same team. That's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure on those two shows. Yeah, no, it is. And, and it's an easy, for me, it's an easy. If I was Max and I was, you know, looking to, to stir the pot up, it's easy for me to look at Kevin Durant. The reason it would be easy is because Steph Curry did it without Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant didn't do it without Steph Curry. It's oh, almost see. like the, the Shaq and Kobe. Shaq and Kobe. But, but, but be careful yes. now. Be careful now. Why? Because you're also fueling his Bill Belichick argument that Bill can't do it without time. Yeah, I don't. Guys, you all know. Don't feel that. Be careful. Here's what, here's be what, careful you, what you do. Here's what you will find. I'm not writing it. I'm reading the script. The athletes write the script. Kobe did have to show that he could do it without Shaq, and he did it. That's why he's Kobe Bryant. If he wouldn't have done it, he wouldn't quite be the Kobe we think of now. That He did something that was very, very difficult. No, in, in the difference between Belichick and Brady situation, Belichick don't give a damn about <laughs> yeah. what Max is talking about. <laughs> See, he, he's just he, thinking he's about not, the next opponent. He's not, yeah. opponent. Yeah. He's not yeah. going to. Yeah, he's moving uh, on to yeah. the he's next He's just opponent. focused on Carolina. Yeah, they got to play do, Carolina, whatever. He's what? not going to do what Curry's fire back at you when he wins. He's not going to attack you like Kevin Durant would. So you don't have to worry about that. Warriors 5-1 to one favorite to win next year. Uh, con- confirm, by the way, the yeah. Warriors celebrated last night in Boston. Yes. Yeah, underneath TD Garden. Oh. oh. Oh, so they did. Red so. Auerbach is spinning oh, in his grave right now. Man, How's I, have, that? I have a guy, man on the scene. That is uh, confirmed. How's that Aisha Curry cooking now, Boston? Keyshawn J. Willemax presented oh. by Progressive Insurance. Oh, you I missed that one. Oh, okay. Jay's going to have to get into that. And I also want to talk about Steph's place among the all-time greats. He was top 15 to me. Is he top 10 now, Jay? Then there's the Celtics, who finally got to the finals. But what happened on that stage? Is it age or stage? That's key. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Everything has been a learning experience. Um, we wear everything. We wear everything that we learned this year is like a, a badge of honor that we kind of wear. We don't let it hang over our heads. We bounce back. We know what it feels like to get to this point, like, you know, and getting here and not accomplishing it. It's tough. So, you know, you don't want to feel like this again, you know, but you want to get back here. So to answer your question, yeah, it's going to fuel us. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. So as uh, Yogurt said in Spaceballs, there's two sides to every Schwartz. The good, the upside and the downside. There's two sides to every Schwartz. The upside and the downside. 
And there's two sides. Listen, the th- this is sports, man. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. I'm sorry, right? What, what did Lord Helmet say? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Now I see you have your swords, but let's see how you use it. That's right. <laughs> but the play, yeah. <laughs> Good movie. But, I have but no the, idea. Yeah, no. Key, Key doesn't know Star Wars, let alone Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, it's, space it's a balls. take it's off. Space on, it's like, you know. You switch me with you. Yeah, there's a send up of Star Wars. All right. <laughs> Listen, there's the Warriors angle. Oh, my God, you feel so great and all this. And then there's the Celtics angle, which fuels the pettiness, right? You guys talk about how much the suffering of the other side just want to lick the tears right off their face like mother's milk. Here is Jason Tatum, Jeez. Celtics forward. You never saw the South Park where Eric uh, Cartman yes, licks have, the tears off? Uh, I, yes. Wait, we've got Spaceballs and South yeah, Park. That's what? great references. What? Yeah. Look at that. I'm just talking about Key's favorite stuff. That's all. Spaceballs. <laughs> Here's Jason Tatum. Ludicrous on what speed. He learned about the path to the finals. It's hard. It's hard getting to this point, and it's even harder, you know, getting over the hump and winning. Uh, it's been a long journey, a long process. You know, that's what I took from it. That it's, it's tough, and we gotta take it up another level to do what we, what we want to do. So, Tatum. I mean. It, what's what's odd to me, Jay, and I know, I know, as I said earlier in the show, J.J. Reddick's telling me it's it's age and, you know, he's young, it's the defense. But if it has nothing to do with stage, why is it? And I don't mean like, well, you're play, playing a better defense now. I mean the the importance of the game when people could get tight. If that wasn't the case, how come against Giannis and against KD in the earlier rounds and against Jimmy Butler and all the way up to the finals, he was that dude? And then this happened in the final stage. <clears throat> stage and age go together, though, because if you have the experience, mm. the stage it don't matter, Preach. You, you, right? I mean, Preach. it doesn't matter. Yeah, you don't see guys struggle like you saw Tatum struggle, and it has nothing to do with the stage, the it's, inexperience. It's the yeah. inexperience, but it's the stage. Because if I have the experience and I've been on that stage like a Steph Curry, I know how to bounce back. I know how to figure it out. And that hasn't been the case. And look, in the future, I'm sure the Boston Celtics, who had been there in the in the Eastern Conference Finals multiple times but never in the finals, this is the first time. So next time around, it'll be different. Hope so. No, it'll be different. It doesn't have to be different, but for the great ones who can take that yeah. next step, it'll be they different. Might, they might need to look at making a change. And, like, I, I, honestly, I'm, I'm looking. I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but I'm looking at Malcolm Brogdon Ooh. with the Indiana Pacers, and I'm, I'm looking at Marcus Smart being like – Brogdon shoots it better. Shoots it better, taller, good defender, higher basketball IQ. But does he have the same fire plays. as Marcus Smart? Uh, I, I, I don't know. That's why I say defensive I'm lo- player I'm, of the year. That's why I say I'm looking at it. I'm not sure, but the, it seems like their their needs. He's a 50, 40, 90 guy. Yeah, I no, mean, he's which, an excellent player. But it player. seems like when it comes to executing things, you need somebody to think the game. And I would say this about Boston, and I, I love Boston, and we can get to Jason Tatum in in a second. But I would ask you guys because I think I know the answer from what I found out last night and multiple games. Like, who do you think has the highest basketball IQ? On the Boston Celtics, like a guy, and it, and it executes that IQ on the floor. What's his name? Uh, not Robert Williams. Uh, Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Okay, I would say Grant Williams or Al Horford. I would say Al Horford. Okay, Horford, good one. Yeah, I'm saying a big. I'm not saying any of their guards. Although when Horford has yeah. Steph Curry and Steph Curry bites but, but, on the move, maybe don't pass the ball. But why is Al Horford even on Steph Curry to begin with? Right. 
Like, why is Marcus Smart dying on screens? Yeah. Why is Marcus Smart, when he turns the ball over, not getting his ass back on defense? Like, there, like something's missing there in these NBA finals. But is it him. age? Why is, why is he still flopping when Emi Yodoka has made a statement that we heard through Wendy about the fact that this team doesn't need to flop or complain to the refs. Why is that still going on? And, look, I'll be the first because I played sports at a high level, not, not at an NBA Finals level. It's never on one player. But, wow, that, that, I saw a lot from Marcus Smart, or I didn't see what I needed to see from Marcus Smart last night. But, see, that goes back to the experience factor. The fact that your coach is telling you don't do something and you're still doing it, that's experience. Mm-hmm. It, it, it Just because a coach tells you that goes over – in the film room and shows you, hey, this is what we're doing. We can't afford to do that. When you're young, you repeat the same mistakes over and over and over and over again. Or if you haven't been there before. Well, yeah, yeah, when you're young, you repeat the mistakes. And and until they correct it, they'll be put in the same position. You know, you say, well, maybe you switch out. Maybe there's there's a switch out with Marcus Smart because of what we saw here in the finals. But we didn't say that in game one. We didn't say that again. The previous series, yeah. And we we were like, oh, they need him. Miami, oh my God, he's back. And now, because they lose the finals, we start to think a little bit different in the style in which they're playing. But, Jay, you did identify Marcus Smart before the series as the most important player in the series because he had to follow around Steph and he had to run. That doesn't mean you're saying he's the best player in the series, but like his play could determine the series. And had he played better, maybe the series would be different. But he did have to follow Steph Curry around. I mean, well, I mean, they switched off him yeah. on multiple possessions. It wasn't just Marcus Smart. I mean, Jalen Brown took a swipe at him. Derek White, you wish he would have came to the party in these finals as well. He had some big moments. You don't some, mention that. Like, he they picked him up moments. halfway through the season. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, but he had some big moments in series before, right? It, it, it is a collective effort. But there were, there were just some things, I feel like, as, a, as the leader of a team, that were missing with Marcus Smart for me. Like, if you're supposed to be the emotional leader of this team, right, and it's something that they need to talk about this offseason, it felt like even though he was everywhere on the court, it just it didn't feel right. You know, Keith, sometimes you say it just didn't look right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It didn't look right for him. It didn't. It was off, man. See, see, what I'm afraid of for the Celtics, and I know you'll cuss me out, Jay, but go right ahead, is I'm afraid that they this this group, this is what we're going to see, and we won't see any better. Mm-hmm. Because I look at teams like the Phoenix Suns, like, oh, they're hot, they're going to be young, they're good, this, that, and the other. But they don't get back to the championship and win it. Typically, young teams that are good like this, they win the championship when they get there for the first time, like a Golden State did with Steph Curry. Then eventually they start to build on the Lakers dynasty. Lakers did back in the day. Celtics, Bulls, exactly. they, yeah, they all did you, it when they you, got there you first time. You do it when you get there. They lost theirs. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, ooh, you know, with these other teams in the conference. They're coming. They're coming. So, so this pains me to say because, I mean, he's – I mean, look, that, that, it's my brother, and I, I, I love him as a player. But, I mean, for Jason Tatum, I mean, he played 1,000 minutes in his postseason more than anybody else, Right. And that's no excuse uh, because it's first time through the gauntlet and you need to go through that experience. You could tell it was painful for him. It hurt him last night. But for him to have two points in the last 21 minutes of the ball game, Max, two points. And listen to these stats. This is what you end up getting, right? Jason Tatum's 100 turnovers in these playoffs is the most in single playoffs history in, in the NBA. Wow. Jason Tatum shot. 
29% from two-point field goals, which is the worst two-point field goal percentage in the finals ever. Minimum of 50 shot, 50 field goals attempted. Previous worst was 36 by Nets' Kenyon Martin in 2003. Think about what I just said. So, young man, Jason Tatum, I hope you've learned something. What have you learned in these finals? That's the question. It's hard. It's hard getting to this point, and it's even harder, you know, getting over the hump and winning. Uh, it's been a long journey, a long process. You know, that's what I took from it, that it's, it's tough, and we got to take it up another level to do what we, we want to do. So I, I, I don't understand, because in the first possession of the game last night, remember, guys, I said, I, I think the way Boston kind of starts the, the game, like the first quarter I thought was pivotal, right? Golden State had the lead at the end of the first quarter, by the way. <laughs> like, even though Boston came out with that good first start, first three, four minutes On of the, the game. Road, but Golden, guess how yeah. the first play of the game was? Al Horford posting up Clay's little ass on the block. They were punishing down low. Give the ball to him. Points in the paint. Marcus Smart was posting up. Jalen Brown made a couple of jump shots, but they played inside out. Then all of a sudden, when Golden State started to make a little bit of a run, Boston reverted back to playing outside in, more so just outside, just taking three points. They got shots. into a three point contest with Golden State, and now Porter, Otto Porter, is starting to hit shots, and the game's over. If Porter's hitting you with two dagger threes, you can't win against Golden State. All I'm saying, man, you got away from what you were planning to do from the beginning, and that, that's the problem with a young team. They can't stay focused on what the game plan the was. The Celtics could never get in the zone after taking a 2-1 series lead. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. And we are joined now by the great Frank Isola, Sirius XM NBA radio, uh, and uh, around the horn panelist, of course. Frank, what would you think? Uh, I was a little surprised to Jay's point that, you know, he, here you have Boston of 12, and somehow they were losing at the end. Of the at the end of the first quarter, that was a terrific performance by the Golden State Warriors. To think that it was seven years to the day when they won their first title, and here they are, and you still had that core group. Remember, they ended the game with Andre Iguodala on the court, so it finished with Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, Clay Thompson, and of course Steph Curry. And I have to laugh, like you know, there was so much talk about Steph Curry's legacy as if somehow it was still up in the air prior to last night. All right, now he has his Finals MVP. What'll be next? He's got to win an Olympic gold medal. He doesn't have one of them yet either. The guys had a brilliant career, and you could tell it was it was weighing on him a little bit. Obviously, his dad even said it after the game. Steph kind of hinted at it as well to get this, you know, Finals MVP. I mean, to me, it's more about he won the four, but he's got that Finals MVP. Now we could stop talking about that. Well, no, yeah, we could stop talking about that. But does this put him, Steph Curry, in the max column of the top ten? Does this finally end that as well? I I think it might. I mean. You know, I, I thought a little bit about Kevin Durant last night. Come on, we all know that Kevin Durant is a great player, but Steph Curry now has won two with Kevin Durant, but he's also won two without him. And you know, to me, this this one is the most impressive one because everything they've gone through over the past couple of years, and they had a really young team. I don't think it's their best team of the teams that won a title, but for Steph to carry them the way they did, remember early on in the season, you know, we were all talking about MVP the first couple of months. It looked like it was going to be his maybe to lose. And obviously, he tailed off a little bit. You know, other guys played a little bit better. But um, the, the year that he had, including, of course, break, you know, breaking, uh, setting the three-point record at Madison Square Garden, his dad was there for that. And then last night, you see Dell on the court at the end with Steph embracing. I mean, what just an incredible season for not only a, a classy player, 
and, and a classy guy. But think about what he's done for that organization. You know, we hear all the time about Miami. Everything with them is culture, culture, which obviously they have that. Let's be fair, guys. Golden State's got a pretty good culture as well. No question. Frank, talking to Frank Isola here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. So the finals MVP to me was very important, not because it's hardware that he doesn't have, but because this was the first time that Steph Curry was in a finals and he was the best player in the finals, and because of that, his team won. All the other, and his legacy, of course, was already set as a top 15-ish all-time great, one of the greatest players, no question. But when people start talking, as Jay did, top 10, now I got to see you be the best player in the league. Not regular season, but the end of everything, we go, that's the best player in basketball. Or else, be the reason your team won the championship, and there's no doubt you were the best player in the finals. Because He just did that. That's something new. Isn't that part of the emotion here for him? That this is something he hasn't done before, and isn't that important? It certainly is, and I think in game four, uh, which was the pivotal game, because Boston has a chance to go up 3-1, and then Steph Curry put on a performance of the ages, you know, arguably the greatest performance of his career, certainly under the circumstances, and even though he did not have a great game in game five, what he did last night, and, you know, the ability to make shots and get to the basket, how come he can get to the basket and finish at the rim, but Jason Tatum couldn't? I I never could understand that one, but I still go back to 2015. I I covered that finals. I did not have a vote. I thought that Steph Curry was the Finals MVP. It's still a subjective award voted on. You know, back in 2015, it was uh, 11 media members, and LeBron got, I think it was three for LeBron, and uh, Andre Guadalla got the other eight votes. I just thought that Curry should have won it back then. So, again, I took it as because it's such a subjective in-the-moment vote. If you look at Andre Guadalla's final game in 20, uh, 2015, yes, he had a ton of points, and sometimes that sways people that are voting. But it was clearly steps to lose. Even though Andrew Wiggins, I'll tell you what, give him a lot of credit. If, I, I'm, I'm sure if they had a second-place vote, it would have been him. Because how about the performance by, by uh, Andrew Wiggins, who was outstanding on both ends of the court? Frank Isola, Sirius XM, NBA Radio, Around the Horn host, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Frank, I, I feel you 1,000% on Wiggins. The job he did on Jason Tatum was tremendous. But I do want to bring it to the coach for one second. Steve Kerr. Now nine championships, five as a player, four as a coach. And you talk about a winner and the, the leader of a winning culture. But for me, I made this comment earlier that if he got his fourth championship, I mean, is he in the top five greatest coaches to ever coach the game? He's already in the top 15, right? Now, I don't think he passes Phil Jackson, who has 11, Red Arback, who has nine, Pat Riley. Uh, you talk about Greg Popovich, but isn't he right there at number five? I, I think he has to be. And, uh, you know, I thought about it the other day because it was the anniversary of him hitting that shot. I believe that was 97 when Michael passed him the ball and they told him, be open if I get double team. And Steve knocked it down. I still remember standing in the hallway at the United Center with Steve and his wife. And you think about how many years ago that was and how much Steve has accomplished both as a player with both the Bulls and the, the San Antonio Spurs and now as a head coach. And let's face it, guys, I thought Steph Curry's defining moment of the series was game four. I also think that with Steve, with Steve Kerr's right from the start, he was into that game and he was ripping into his team. Uh, into his team, he was getting into it with the officials. He eventually got a, a technical foul. But how about the move he made at the end of that game? You guys talked about it. That's when he, you know, sat Draymond Green for four minutes, put him back in. And let's face it, I thought Draymond Green his last three minutes of Game Four, plus the way he played in Game Five, and then of course Game Six, he had twelve points. Jason Tatum at thirteen. So the move that he made to win Game Four. I thought he pushed all the right buttons. I thought it was a master class by, uh, by Steve Kerr. 
and he ended up getting the best out of Draymond Green in the last couple of games, which, we, you know, come on, we know that Draymond's got a lot of pride, and that hurt him to come out of the game, but to his credit, that dude kept playing, and I thought he was great the last three minutes, and there was no question that he was huge in the last two games. Yeah, by the way, the thing about Steve Kerr, too, it, it always makes me think, you know, Steph Curry's the greatest shooter ever. And, and he's creating his own shots. You know, Steve Kerr, when he was a player, he was shooting 52, 53% from three. You know, his jaw was wide open. I get it. But it, it was one of the greatest shooters who ever lived. Just a winner, Jay. The great uh, – do you have – Yeah, Frank, you think, they, you think they win it again next year? Uh, I mean, the West is going to be a little bit better. I think a lot's going to depend – you guys know this – how their young players – you know, are they going to get better? Because they got to kind of carry them through the regular season a little bit. I think Milwaukee, just like I thought Brooklyn was the team kicking themselves last year, I think Milwaukee is going to be the team that's kicking themselves in the offseason, thinking if we had Chris Middleton, you know, we'd likely beat Boston. I think they would have gotten by Miami. I think Milwaukee would have had a terrific chance of winning back-to-back. But luck factors into it. And if they could stay healthy, let's face it, you get to these playoff rounds, those guys know how to win. And I would think Clay Thompson, now with a full off season to get himself ready, I think he'll be better next season. I think physically he needs to get a little better. It looks like he's lost a bit of a step, but he had some big moments in his last two games. Frank, I got to ask you about Boston. Can they get back to a world championship? And is Marcus Smart the answer for them to get back there? Yeah, that, 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 that's going to be a big issue, and that was a problem. I mean, they, they just can't handle the ball. I think Al Horford, as long as he is healthy – That'll help a lot. But Jason Tatum, listen, he had a great playoff. He just did not play well in the finals. Had a disastrous game last night. But they'll have a chance. They'll be right there with, obviously, uh, Milwaukee and Miami. I don't know, Frank. I'm telling you, if I'm Boston, I'm going to take a strong look at Malcolm Brogdon. Mm. He's going to take a look at it. I think it's fair. I think it's absolutely fair. With they, they, The ball handling was atrocious. I mean, the team struggles to dribble the ball, which is kind of hard to believe. The great Frank Isolo, ladies and gentlemen. Check him out on Sirius XM NBA Radio and, of course, on Around the Horn and on this show from time to time. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, guys. All right, Frankie. Steph Curry, top 10 all-time now. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.